You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu! Waifu Waifu, tell, is that you? Don't call it a comeback, what's up, Polo? This is episode 154 of my check, Waifu Waifu. It's 154, right? Yes, sir. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to LouComplex.com, use that offer code Waifu. It's also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com. Make sure you go to DontTalkShop.com, use that offer code Waifu15 to save 15% off your very first order. Uh, we appreciate that. My Check Wife Wife was brought to you by our Patreon producers that support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash my check wife foo at our senpai tier. Nope. I'm wrong. What tier is that? They support us at our producer level. Shout out to A B Aaron Brown, Dre the Groat G, Johnny from Anime Lytical Podcast, Ked the Pro, explicitly, Monique Williams, and Nachi. Thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. Speaking of Anime Lytical, by the time y'all hearing this. The night of this episode releases, we're going to be featuring on the Anime Lytical Podcast Spaces, I think is how that works. They host a podcast on Twitter Spaces every Tuesday um, called Hot Take Tuesdays. So we'll be there um, to give our hot takes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we really have hot takes if we're being real. Oh, we might. We might. We might have hot takes. Yeah, like Black Clover is trash. Facts. Like uh, and Unasha was never good, kind of shit. You never know. good. But yeah, we're Mike Check Waifu Waifu, the anime podcast brought to you every Tuesday morning at nine thirty CST. We bring seasonal anime discussions as well as topics sprung from those anime. We're here to talk about a topic that was uh that was dropped like literally almost immediately after we recorded last week's episode so we're gonna get to that a little bit later but before we do tell how you feeling man man i'm always good bro let me tell you about something that got me super hyped today so you know sonic the hedgehog 2 came out as you know i'm a huge sonic the hedgehog fan yeah. <laughs> so we turn on sonic the hedgehog 2 apollo is super t- tuned in right and i'm like i love this kid <laughs> then I lay her run down the hall. She said, Sonic gotta go fast. Yelling, Sonic gotta go fast. I'm like, oh my God, I love these kids. <laughs> and then Apollo got his little Amazon Fire tablet. I didn't even realize. And this is, he got Sonic CD, the the game, the, the mm. Game Boy Advance one. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, my kids really love Sonic. And I'm, I was hyped. I've been, I've been good all day. That was enough for me. That was, that was more than enough. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling pretty good. You know what's funny? What's up? Me and yo, like, me and you are so different when it comes to Sonic. Mm-hmm. I think most of his video games are trash. I think, yes, absolutely. I think Sonic. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought you thought you about to say something I disagree with. <laughs> I thought you were going to disagree with that. I think, I don't, I don't know. He's he's uh, he's very lucky by the the character himself. Um, being decent enough to carry 
uh, franchise of that nature because the only thing that I really like about Sonic was the Chow Garden and the Sonic Adventure, and that was That's pretty much that was pretty much it. Because <laughs> every game no has been trash. Even when you go back and try to play like the, the Sonic classics, they're cool, but they're not good games. They're like the, you just the thing run. is. I, I I agree. Here's the thing that makes makes those games somewhat enjoyable, right? Because like if you compare it to like Super Mario, all you really did was run and jump on stuff, right? Yeah, Sonic but- is similar, but you're trying to be faster. But the the thing is, is like Sonic had the hardest time trying to keep up with new gen games. Like there there was no real competition. They had mm-hmm. to find their own niche. That's why I like Sonic Generations because it mixed like the old with the new. Mm-hmm. But made it better. Sonic 06 was trash, bro. And I, I, I'll be real with you. I had never, I had no problems with that game playing it through. The other, other than fighting Silver, Silver the Hedgehog. Other than fighting Silver, that game had had no glitches for me. Um, but when I watch other people play, I'm like, objectively, this game is trash. Um, <laughs> Sonic Adventure. I really enjoyed Sonic Adventure, finding all the secret stuff. And like you said, I enjoyed the Child Garden, Sonic Battle, Sonic Battle 2, I mean, enjoy the Child Garden. The games that are the best for Sonic are never talked about because nobody know about them. Mm-hmm. Sonic Advance Battle was a DS game that I would or that I would love to have on I mean, Game Boy Advance again, where you literally just built each character as a fighter and they mm-hmm. would fight with their specific powers to go against their other characters. Which is not a Sonic game. It's it it's not made by a Sega, but it's a Sonic Advance battle game. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a fighting game right. with characters based on those traits. It was it was one of the funnest Sonic games I ever played. Exactly. No Sonic game is a Sonic. No good Sonic game is a Sonic game. It's either a fighting game or a, 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 just a different kind of game. The Sonic formula is trash. I'm gonna be real with you. It's just it's just a trash formula. But Sonic the character is great. I think he's a good character. I love his comics, bro. That, that's mostly what I keep up with. I don't really keep up with his games anymore. Yeah, even, even that old four kids show was not wasn't bad. I actually enjoyed that from what, uh, from what Sonic I remember. X. I think, yep, Sonic X. That's what it was. Yep, yep. that's crazy. Um, and for me, man, I'm I've been doing pretty great myself. I, I uh. I finally had time to sit down and listen to that Kendrick Lamar album. Now I know we normally save this kind of talk for like, you know. The After Story podcast, and maybe I will go into more detail of this there. But this is uh, this is the greatest body of music I've ever listened to in my entire life. Literally, the greatest sonically produced, structured, paced everything about this album is one hundred out of ten. Like it is like no, there's no better music than this fucking album. And I swear that from the bottom of my soul to the top of my heart that this is the greatest thing I've ever listened to in my entire life. I I text my my brother is is the the Sonic not Sonic the, the music yeah, yeah. fanatic in our family. Okay, he 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 was in the music industry for quite a bit, and he music is his shit. I text him that same thing. He was like, he said, it's not it's not even it's an experience. That's what that Kendrick album is, and I'm like, that's that's exactly what it is. It's an experience. He said we're gonna have to talk about it sometime, so I'm gonna have to probably see if he down it to to discuss it with me, like in, uh, in a, uh, hold up in a recorded sense. Hold, hold up, <laughs> why just him? Well, you know, if, <laughs> yeah, if, if what if you'd be down to discuss it with us, that'd be dope. But hold hold, hold pump the brakes, brother. <laughs> I know, he, I know, he, you know, yeah, that I know. He, he. I listened to that album front to back, back to front, 
sideways to sideways, left seven, to right, right. I listened to it like seven times already, man. And and I'll tell you that first playthrough. This is an anime podcast, by the way. That first playthrough <laughs> with my AirPods. I had the AirPods Pro in, and I was just chilling, bro. I think like everybody in the house was asleep, and I'm just chilling. And it's like dark. I'm just like, this is too much. Like this is actually fucking intense. And I, I like waited till the morning while I was when I was driving, listening to the rest of it. And I was like, this is. I, I, I was I, I loved it. I loved that album. Just just like how you said, I was like the the greatest body of work. Like I don't fuck with Kodak Black at all. That is man. But like Kodak Black everything just seemed placed. Properly, from it, it was a, features, it's a great album. from features, the way he laid out the the, the tracklist, and the tracklist being, I think, the most important thing about albums and music in general. The tracklist was laid out so fucking well that it just it blew my mind. I was like, "But Kendrick does that well." Yeah, like yeah, but no, no, like yes, he does. He always did that well. I'm not gonna say he he doesn't. Damn was a good album. Um. Was it to Pimple Butterfly? Was uh, to me was probably my least favorite album, but it's still a great album. Mm-hmm. Good Kid, Mad City was obviously still my favorite for the longest time, but this is on a whole nother stratosphere, bro. This is in a different galaxy of its own. Like it doesn't even those previous albums he's had doesn't even stand up to what this what this is is. And this <laughs> at one point I think I got teary eyed at one point, and I. It was my first listen to and, and my first listen to I think it was I can't remember what song it was It wasn't even like An emotional song It was just that Fucking good I'm like this is, You can hear his influences From Kanye You can hear influences From just everywhere That just It it blew my mind It blew my fucking mind It sent me uh, It sent me To a different place And I haven't felt that With music since Probably Late registration <laughs> when Kanye came out with late registration back in the day, like I, unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Probably, you, you know, actually, no. Since Good Kid, Mad City, to be honest. Um, you know my favorite Kanye song, by the way. What? Other than, uh, dang, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of that one. Other than the one with Chance the Rapper on the beginning of the album, with uh, yeah. But my favorite Kanye song is uh, Coming Home. Hmm. I love that song so much, bro. I just felt like <laughs> you knew we knew he was talking about Chicago. We knew it the whole time. Yeah, of course. But it was so good. It was just I, I love how that song sounds from top to bottom. But all right, all right, I'm ready to talk about anime. This is an anime podcast, I promise. Now to the anime, I guess. So what was your episode of the week? Goddamn none of them. Um <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I had I had a really good experience with Ayahuasca this week. Okay. Um, I feel like, and I, I hate to say this, but summertime rendering is too easy to get an episode a week every week. So I'm I'm not doing that again. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go with IOIC this week for episode of the week. Mm. Uh, for me, episode of the week is really fucking hard not to give it to summertime rendering. It is but, very hard not to. But I'm gonna have to give it to to. For to avoid to avoid you know summertime rendering just owning every fucking week since since it released I'm gonna give it to, I'm gonna give it to Comey can't communicate because I think it deserves it 
What a brilliant show. Comey Can't Communicate continues to, again, strive for its perfection when it comes to wholesomeness and just, I don't know. I just love so, the way it handles handle its, its thing. So can I ask a question? You sure can. Because I haven't delved into this yet. And I know I need to before you start to jump down my throat. Comey can't communicate, right? Mm. She can't communicate. Is it? It's because she has social anxiety, right? Yeah. All right. It's a communication disorder. I know if you're saying it, it's it's up there, and you've said this several times before. Comey can't communicate. Great episode of the week. Mm-hmm. It's what, a, what happened? It's, an, it's just an unbelievable show. They took a, a a school trip, and the episode previous sets up this episode brilliantly. And again, that's what Comey does extremely well. It has the same structure as Kaguya Summer Love is War. So it's broken up into the shows are the episodes are normally broken up into small little, let's call it manga chapters, basically small little manga chapters that they kind of go through and, and experience different situations. And this and what Comey can't communicate does so well is it doesn't. Yes, it's Comey can't communicate, but it focuses on the classroom around her. What they did was what assassination what they do is is what assassination classroom do so well as well and that's give a classroom an entire personality like everybody has their own individual traits and personalities that that just works so well in the grand scheme of things like you root for all fucking 26 of these these students like they all have something that you look at and you're like oh wow even like extremely extreme side characters were have standout moments and they had a standout moment in this episode during the school trip and it's just so funny to see how people react around Comey because what they do with Comey is they they try the the people around Comey are like infatuated with her she's basically the school princess she's like perfection and the way the art does uh does like his scenes and transitions and, and just with her is is brilliant it's so brilliant but she just has this problem with communicating so people are accommodating to that and it's and it's wonderful it's just so wonderfully wholesome it's funny how my brother watched more episodes of come you can't communicate than tell and he's not an anime watcher it's insane well i mean i don't understand how, how, how that's how that's funny i'm blown back i ain't laughing <laughs> I'm, I'm blown back because no, this show is fantastic he loves it that's what i'm saying you get on netflix watch the dub version so you can just speed through it he could watch one minute and that's technically more than I watched, bro. That's exactly. Not, that's not a fair. But he watched the entire season one. <laughs> Dude, I got to start first before you can start comparing me to, <laughs> to your brother. <laughs> you got to watch it, man. It's great. Um, I, I do want to say this, though, before we move on to, to the main tots, if you will, topic of the show. Rising of the Shield Hero did something interesting, man. And I'm, what I'm referring to is episode eight of Rising of the Shield Hero. I'm not going to go too deep into the spoiler talk of it but how can i do that without spoiling it huh they were they just removed an anchor and i'm interested to see where it goes yeah and and the way like the way i asked the way to put it removing an anchor but it remains a major point mm-hmm. obviously so that that is a like you said, I, I think that's also interesting. Um, yeah, and it has to still be loved because I'm pretty sure people stuck with this series as this part continued. Right, it's getting better. Um, yeah, I will this, say that this does bother me a bit because that's 
that's messed up. But yeah. hey, we we gonna see. We gonna see. Yeah. So in the second half of the show, what we're gonna spoil is Tomodachi Game episode eight, uh, uh, Summertime Rendering episode seven, and Spy Family episode eight. So stick around after the music break. We're gonna spoil those episodes coming shortly. So. As far as the, the topic of the show, before we get into, again, I know I said we are, but the topic of the show is going to be Hunter Hunter, right? Hunter Hunter has been announced to come back. So before I get into the article discussing, you know, the teases and shit that happened on Twitter, literally moments after we recorded last week's episode, let's talk about Hunter Hunter. We haven't gave our opinions on Hunter Hunter in a very, very long time. Um, we what are what are your overarching thoughts of Hunter Hunter? Where does Hunter Hunter lie within your your anime uh, catalog? As far as like you know, just let's 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 call it the shonen. <laughs> uh, so I watched Hunter Hunter twice, um, in a matter of like a week, right? Because I watched Hunter Hunter the nineteen ninety nine version of it. And saw where it stopped. And I was like, "That's it." <laughs> and then I watched the Hunter Hunter 2011 version right after that, and I was like, "I saw the differences in it and stuff." I was like, "Okay, I really like this." Um, I think Hunter Hunter is a good series. Um, I think it has a lot of really interesting concepts. I can see why so many people like it because it has that whole power of friendship. Um, I think Gon is a psychopath. Uh, but overall, the show is pretty good. Not in my top, probably thirty. <laughs> <laughs> probably not in my top forty. That's crazy! What a hot take. That's not disrespectful. I didn't say it was disrespectful. I just said what a hot take. Is it okay? Well, I mean, hey, well, I didn't think it was hot take because I thought top fifty was good for this kind of series. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's a good series. I would give it probably. Like if I had to rate it quick rating like a seven out of ten, mm. it it could be higher or lower. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm where you are to be honest. I think so. What happened for me was when I was um going through the old uh, site that shall not be named way back in the day. Okay, that banger when it was a banger. Yeah, actually, I can probably say it now because it's it's gone. Um, I'm talking about the defunct. Uh oh shit, Kiss Anime. Obviously, I was going through that, and I saw I saw this show, and it had the uh, they used to have this tag they used to say hot on it, the, the hot tag next to it, mm-hmm. and I saw that on two two versions of the same show. I'm like, why? Why is it two versions of the same show? Not really quite understanding what it, what it was about. I ended up starting the 1999 version and watched like 20 episodes of it, and I was like, uh, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was trash. It was absolute garbage, um, right? Because it was just a lot of nonsense in it, and that's normally how it was back in the, back in the day. It was a bunch of just filler bullshit that didn't make any sense. Unless you hacker show, right? And then I I can't remember. I don't remember if somebody told me or I just happened to take a break and then try again. But with the 2011 version, I turned on the first episode of 2011 version. I'm like, oh, okay, this looks better. It's newer. Mm-hmm. It's just a newer version of the same shit. So like, I was thinking, okay, so it's full full metal. Alchemist, basically, with you know how they have Brotherhood and Full Metal, right? And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just watch 2011. Watch 2011 all the way through, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, damn, this is this is actually pretty good. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. And then um, 
I'm, 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 I'm still watching it. And it kind of gets trash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and when I say it gets trash, I mean, it's, it's like, I think it was after the, um, it was after the Hunter exam. Mm-hmm. And like right at the, it was, was it the heist that I think it was? I think it was the, 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 the uh, what was that shit? Um, York, York City. Yes, York City shit. I did not like York City at all. I was bored. I was very, very much bored with the show at that point. Um, it was obviously it had its moments, but then I agree with you. And when I when I was watching it, continuing to watch it, I was like, oh, I get it. So the show is good. The character development is good for the most part. For some characters, for some characters, the characters I like are are actually likable. I even like all of them. Like all the the, the entire core. Crew, crew i like them even the fucking doctor dude but i'm like they this show does fucking fantastic moments some of the best moments ever that's it's a a show of moments bro a show of moments and i think we discussed that on this podcast multiple times before when hunter hunter came up in discussion but hunter hunter is just a show of moments and the moments are fucking special they're huge like when the moments happen they're fucking huge like when 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 miriam fucking fights uh the old dude it was fucking fantastic moment when gone you know grew up temporarily a fucking special moment when he fought hisoka in the tournament great moment when they learned about nin great moment but like the rest of the show is just it's kind of like to get there you gotta yeah. fucking you gotta walk through quicksand and <laughs> it's like a it's a pain and a half to get through that shit so I don't know. I, what would you say is your absolute favorite moment in Hunter Hunter? Since it's pretty much for us a show about moments. Um, it it has to be like that whole Miriam and her and that girl mm. relationship. Yeah. Like I feel like that whole any anything intersecting with that whole relationship to me was fire mm-hmm. because I didn't need them to be like enemies on the like fight on the on the like the on a battlefield or anything like that what that what that whole scenario did for Miriam as a character yeah to me was like top tier like if hunter hunter was 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 that kind of quality writing mm-hmm. the entire time that show high key might be like a, a nine or ten out of ten because that was like my favorite. That was my favorite favorite anything out of that entire series that whole relationship best best shit to come from that series yeah and funny enough, mine has to be outside of the Miriam shit because it was easily, easily one of the best moments in the entire show. But funny enough, my moment comes from York City. I think it is when the big, the big muscular dude talking all this shit to go. And, and 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 Kilo was like, "Yeah, I don't know if you want to do that," and go pop off on him um, with one punch. And the dude damn near dies mm-hmm. from that one punch because he, he did the uh was that the first time or was that when he after he learned um first comes rock shit I think it was, that was I think that was before the first come rock that was definitely York City was before the first come rock no no he had okay well whenever he he had first come rock when it when it came to that big dude and he did that on him and he almost killed him. <laughs> oh, oh yeah you talking about okay you talking about when they was getting ready to go to yeah yeah yep yeah yep. so that that had to be my favorite moment because that shit was fucking dope <laughs> like, that's why i say though like gone gotta be a psychopath and i mean yes, i know i'm not yes. the one that believe this but come on bro 
that dude was on your side. He was just letting you know that you wasn't ready for this. And Straight up. You trying to show dude that, that you are ready. So Straight you don't sit here and charge up the deadliest thing that you've ever, ever conjured from the little mm-hmm. evil depths of your mind. Like the, the shit he did on Greed Island when he blew up his hands. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Who, who logically thinks of that? Fucking insane. Insane. He's an insane person. And you got people like Killer was snatching out people's hearts and 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 putting it in the back <laughs> and a fucking all in the blink of an eye. <laughs> yeah, just unbelievable, unbelievable moments in that show. Show's okay though. Um, so main reason why we brought that up is because uh, Yashiro uh, Togashi teases Hunter Hunter manga's return. Uh, he teases it on Twitter. He creates a Twitter account because he didn't have one. He creates a Twitter account. The username is UN4V5S8. BGSVK9XP is the Twitter okay. username. I'm sorry, my dog. He did his dog farts and it fucking smells bad. Um, <laughs> and the Twitter account posts uh, what it looks to be a, what a manga storyboard, and the manga storyboard is has uh, the translation for the manga storyboard is four more episodes for the time being. Assuming we're, he's obviously talking about manga chapters, but you know, mm-hmm. translation or whatever. So he created a Twitter account tease on Tuesday that his Hunter Hunter manga will return from his current hiatus. How long was the hiatus? Fucking years, nine years yeah. almost. Yeah. No. Oh no no! It says since two thousand since November two thousand eighteen. So it's not that long actually. I feel like it's been fucking ten years to be honest. He posted. I, mean, I guess. Was it? They drop, they drop chapters, right? And they go through all like the editing process and localization and stuff, and then mm-hmm. they finally, finally drops. And that's that. That's why it feels like it's been longer than it has because he'll drop a chapter and then he, I think he takes another break. But you know, yo, his health is is comes first. Straight up, straight up, health it, comes first, bro. And he was apparently on on hiatus from that. But he posted a picture of the manuscript with the number six that stated. Uh, four more chapters for now. Uh, Togashi commented in the uh, Shusui's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine that he has finished rough drafts for 10 chapters, which is typically uh, the amount for a compiled volume. The number six refers to the many uh, to the many manuscripts he has finished out of those 10 chapters, which uh, means there's are, there are four more to go. He did not reveal the chapters when the, when the chapters would debut, but. I mean, he also posted like right after that six. He posted shortly after seven, um, the seventh manuscript, and then he posted a picture of a, what looked to be a tree and a forest. And here's the thing: Hunter Hunter is really hype. Uh, I it think is. I think Steve and I had a, a argument, debate ish kind of thing, where he was comparing saying Hunter Hunter is better than Full Metal Alchemist. And while while I respect people's opinions Absolutely. on on things, <laughs> it's got to be completed before it can be compared. <laughs> and I, I, then, <laughs> yeah, I, I totally think it can be compared. It ain't even fucking close. Uh, I, I agree there as well, but it's not as good as as Full Metal Alchemist. But I do think it is has wonderful moments, and I'm I'm excited to see more of those moments. Absolutely, right? like. The people who are hardcore diehard fans of Hunter Hunter are not the only ones excited for this because I will consider myself a fan. It's it's just got some really good moments that really feel 
you know, strong for me. Absolutely. So to be to to clarify the point, the manga second television anime uh anime adaptation premiered in Japan in 2011 and ran for 148 episodes. The final episode premiered in 2014. So it's been since 2014 since it since it aired its last episode. So it has been quite a fucking while. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to read the manga. I'm obviously going to wait until whenever it's animated because I think that's going to be better. Did they say anything about who anim- who's going to animate it? No. Because let's be real. That shit's gonna look fucking amazing. You but all so? the hype, yes, because look, you know, with with the fan base that Hunter Hunter has, mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be mad funding going towards that. Whenever they get enough, even if they get enough just for twelve episodes, the moment they get 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 the money up for twelve episodes, they gonna throw it all down. It's gonna be, it's not getting the the uh, black clover treatment. It's gonna look mm, good, bro. I guarantee it. I guarantee it's gonna look amazing. It better, bro. It better, cause it. I mean, it deserves it. But again, it's a long form show, so I don't know if. I don't know. I if mean, it's, it's they had the content back then though to make it long. As right. we're looking at it right now, they don't have. And I mean, they definitely have more chapters to work on. But now that you know, there's more chapters supposed to be coming out. They can say, "Bam!" You know, he's writing more stuff now. Let's go ahead and start developing more anime right. for this. And they can probably do twenty episodes and you know take a break just because they don't want to do too much on it but yeah they they have so much to work with and i'm excited to see it come back you know just give me those moments again you know what my favorite thing about hunter hunter was what was it i love absolutely love their power system <laughs> yes as complicated <laughs> and convoluted as it is i can still understand it to it's like a fucking it's like a jrpg power system and i love that they have like they basically have a rock paper scissors system you know like jrpgs back in the day normally does and you can mix and match you can it, it just it you can put shit together and create an entirely different kind of power set of moves it's it's a dope it's a dope system and i think that's what for me that's what kind of sold it yeah kind of puts it above a regular like a dbz or a fucking um Motherfucking uh, What else is another long form A uh, Black Clover kind of shit Like it just right. The power system just It seems A lot more understandable and, and and that's what I think also right Because I think that it's not Super easy to like Just break down real quick Like if you start to Absolutely. Tell somebody about Nen And then tell them Everybody else about the The, the levels of Nen Like it's It's not gonna be A fun conversation always Right But the fact that you can tell somebody Like hey Realistically, this character can have whatever power he wants to have. He has to be able to, he has to be willing to say, what is my devotion to have this power, right? Like we we take uh, Gon, Gon just wants to fight. So his power is cool. But right. then you got uh, Kurapika, who wants to use his power for a very specific situation, a very specific set of groups, but it's overpowered as fuck. Mm-hmm. His power is mad overpowered. But it's literally just for what this group is, right? Yep. That's it. Your power can be whatever it is. It's based on your devotion. That I love that. Once they told me that, I was like, "Cool. All right, what's next?" I okay, agree. now you break down the actual details of the power system. Why these things work that way? I thought it was cool. It was just too cool. Yeah, it, that's that's literally my favorite part of the entire thing. 
I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited that it's coming back. But, you know, I'm still more excited about Bleach. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, uh, I'm still more excited about newer shows coming out opposed to the continuation of older ones. Um, As we discussed last week. But, I'm, you know, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Uh, anything else on Hunter Hunter before we move on? Uh, only other only other question I, I guess I really would have asked was um, how do you feel about how they did the Hunter Hunter versus Hunter Hunter 2011, right? Or even let's say we talk about something like how they did Full Metal Alchemist versus Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Do you think sometimes that remake is warranted in terms of making that series better? Yeah. Or do you think like that remake can be unnecessary? Like I prefer Full Metal Alchemist over Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah, you're weird. But it's traditionally preferred people like from an Aquaman's Brotherhood, right? Yeah. That's, but Hunter Hunter 2011, same thing. Hunter Hunter, Hunter 2011 is traditionally just people love that one better. I what I love is is the artist or the you know the creator's direction, right? Like mm-hmm. we didn't get that with Full Metal Alchemist. That was the, like towards the end of it. That was kind of a hodgepodge of people trying to complete a series for the money sakes. The right. fact that they even had the opportunity to do Brotherhood was fantastic, and I'm thankful for that. So Brotherhood obviously holds is just way more impactful for me personally because that's what the artist wanted us to see, and it's fucking phenomenal. It's so much better than Alchemist regular. But as far as Hunter Hunter goes, I don't even think the 1998 should have ever been created. <laughs> I just think the motherfucker should have held out. I, 1998, it was a, it was fine, but it was it was just. It was 1998, and then you could feel its 1998ness. Yeah, it, it it felt old. It in, felt in sure. Yes, felt old and and just bloated, unbelievably bloated. There's, there's a lot of extra stuff there, bro. It was. But that, that's that's why I said, that's why I disagree with uh, Full Metal Alchemist because I feel like Full Metal Alchemist, the regular one, did that beginning part so much better. I agree with that fall off at the end. And I, I, so I always think like, I wish that if I was talking about a complete series, right, between Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I would take like that beginning part of Full Metal Alchemist, mm-hmm. slide it into Brotherhood, and then just let the ending go for Brotherhood. Because that's really where I turn on Brotherhood, like, all right, this is good. I like this. But I'd rather watch the beginning of Full Metal Alchemist and then switch over to Brotherhood. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Okay, I mean it'd be like that, bro. I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> no, I, I but not, like I said, 1998 shouldn't exist. To be honest, it's fucking, it's a mess. It's a mess. It doesn't even like, it doesn't even look good. Uh, it don't. And, <laughs> you know, I remember watching the 1999 version of it and seeing uh, I, I ain't know. I was trying to get it right <laughs> uh, and seeing like. All right, Kilua do his stuff in there, right? And it didn't have the same like dark impact. Like mm-hmm. it was still like messed up, but it ain't had the same dark impact. And then uh like how he just never went back to really get like his license until much like it it it, it, it just felt like how he going to be doing hunter stuff with gone. He don't have his hunter license. It was, okay. Yeah, it was very, it's very weird. It's a very weird structure version of that show yeah I, I i preferred the 2011 where he just ran back i'm gonna go take the test real quick did the test he'd already been through it once so yeah. it's super easy for him it's like somebody who took a driving test once and had to redo it yeah it was easy you know just wasting time at that point 
And then came back like, all right, I got my license. All right, what are we doing? <laughs> I thought that was way better than him just not ever having a license because it made more sense to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. It was clear. Because he was also just way above everybody in general. Yep. You know? Even so the first it, time. It, he should have just went in there and made it look like a cakewalk. As he was, yeah, it, it was good. Well, that was good, you know. Yeah, and I'm gonna need you ladies to stop crushing over uh, Hisuka. He's a fucking pervert, um, creep. You're right. Uh, yeah. All right, man. With that, it, it, overall, it sounds like we're both excited for Hunter Hunter to come back. On the contrary to what it seems, we are excited for it to come back. I'm looking forward to it. Um, do I care as much as other things? No, but hopefully it's more than moments and we can get some, uh, it's probably going to be moments to be honest. <laughs> All right, man, let's get to know my check wife away. This is part of the podcast where one of us rolls a random number generator. The other other reads a question associated with that number. And this time it's my turn to read the question until turn to read the, the, the roller number eight. We have 32 questions in the rows number eight. What is the best anime fight scene? It's got to be something from Fate. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's not go with Fate because that's too easy. <laughs> let's go with Fate. <laughs> you got the fate. There's so many good ones, though. Uh, so, damn, I kind of want a top three. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Quetzalcoatl. Versus uh, Gorgon from Fate Grand Order. Um, um, yeah, Fate Grand Order, Absolute Demonic from Babylonia. Yeah, it's the mm. long name. Yeah, that one. Great fight. Quetzalcoatl came down and threw some heat. <sighs> they was fighting that that monster for like ten minutes. It was beautiful. Go ahead, pull up my bat. Um, <sighs> I'm gonna have to go with uh, and I can't remember. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to go with our our boy. Fuck, why can't I why can't I remember his name from Fire Force? Mm-hmm. Shinra no. and uh, mm-hmm. was it Torpedo Dude? Or you talking about uh, with the hands? No, he was fighting a demon, saving his home village. He fucking threw him up in the air and blew him back like with the fucking. Oh, you talking about Juggernaut, dude? No, man. No. Fucking, I can't. Hold on. Benny Maru. Benny Maru. Benny Maru fucking up the demon, the demon fucking flame thing. I just can't. I can't wait for Fire Force to come back. Fire Force is coming back. I can't wait. If you had said Shinra and his brother, that would have been a good one too. That would that that was also a good one. But Benny Maru, when he was fighting that demon, was was so impactful because it was the first time we seen somebody with that much strength, power, yeah, go the fuck off. And he was popping off, and he turned that motherfucker into fireworks. It was incredible. And the sound, oh, the sound, man, it just fucking it it does stuff to your ears that is just spectacular, man, spectacular. The audio in Fire Force is the best of all time. 10 out of 10. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It can't be beat, I don't think. Um, Unless they do a, a Fire Force 2025, and it's like <laughs> a remake of everything. I'm just joking. <laughs> For those of you keeping up with the list, there are only 31 questions left. We're going to keep rolling until it's gone. We're not going to add any more until it's all gone. Um, I mean, there's, I, there's so many questions that we've answered already. 
which I think we forgot to delete, but I'm gonna keep them in there for now. Yeah, like favorite slice of life. We definitely yeah. answered that one. I'm gonna delete it. Uh, has anime ever made you cry? We've answered that a hundred times. Oh. And never again, though. <laughs> I ain't never watching Clannad again. I want to watch it again, actually. As a matter of fact, psychopath. <laughs> favorite at you, favorite at you. We've answered that. I'm gonna try to get. I'm gonna try to get this list together. There's a lot of shit. Oh, you answered. know what I saw? Speaking of Etchy, what? Apparently, there's a uh, a hentai that's coming out. That has it's not coming out. I know exactly what you're talking quality. about. High quality. You yeah. saw. <laughs> <I know exactly laughs> did, you, did you find it? Yeah. So that's a. How you know it's not coming out? Because I got the name for it and everything right here. It's not. <laughs> it's a. That's just a a trailer somebody made for a concept to hopefully be greenlit. It's not coming out. It shit ain't coming out. Come on, man. Yo, uh, it's like the, it's I was like, about to be like, yo, I'm about to be watching some high quality. <laughs> I'm just playing. But. I, I would definitely would have, but nah, that shit ain't real. Um, now the question is down to 28 because we got a bunch of stuff that we already answered. Uh, okay. When we come back, we're going to spoil Spy Family first. We always start off with Spy Family. Then we're going to spoil Summertime Rendering and then after that, Tomodachi Game. So, Listen to this nice smooth tones curated by your boy. And we'll be right back after these. You gave me a shoulder when I needed it. You showed me love when I wasn't feeling it You helped me fight when I was giving in And you made me laugh when I was losing it Cause you are, you are the reason why I'm still Cause you are, you are the reason why my head is still above water And if I could, I'd get you the moon And give it to you And if death was coming for you I'd give my life on you Cause you are, you are the reason why I'm still
welcome back to episode 154 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu, on Instagram at Mike Check Waifu Waifu, and on TikTok at Mike Check Waifu Waifu. We are going to spoil Spy Family. <laughs> another dope episode. Again, this is another show that's consistently great. Shout out to at underscore Rob J who tweeted at us and said, uh, Summertime Rendering is the best show of the season. Um, yeah, I said it. And I just commented back during the recording, actually. Star, star, star. Like I'm editing his tweet. It says, we said it. <laughs> and then I go in the tweet. Star, star, star. <laughs> we three said it. Yeah. And that's how we definitely all agree with that. Summertime Runner is going to come up next. But we're going to spoil episode. What was this? Eight. Episode eight of Spy Family. Episode 8 of Spy Family was a great one, man. The brother came through. We learned about the brother and, and his relationship with Yor. And the, the, well, kind of seeing that whole, that relationship in general, dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, the super secret I was about to say, Yeah, the fact that they showed that, for, again, this fucking show does pacing so well. <laughs> they showed the brother in his, in his, in his um, work environment first. While explaining his work environment, while fucking going through exactly what they do and what the world entails with that side of things, and how brilliant, yeah, how the rules work with within that grand scheme, and you know exactly what he does, and it was so fucking brilliant. So brilliant. And how they played it was so cool, right? Because they they just had regular shit going on. Mm-hmm. Dude, what was he? Was a teacher or something? Yeah, I think so. And they put him out for being a spy. Yep. He don't he he they they interrogate him for information and they talking about what what was going on? Was it was was you talking about her brother? Mm-hmm. And then it switched back to the interrogation again. Yep. And then it's like, oh well, we gotta let the other guy go in. You know, he's a soft guy, you know, like you know what they, these new dudes, this is all they do. They they talk to the people, they don't really make much of a difference. They just your comes in and he looks super nice. Oh, you mean Yuri, got, his name is Yuri. Yuri. Yuri is his name, yeah. He's looks super nice. He's like, you know, super smooth face. He looked just like Yuri. That's <laughs> true. And it's like, but my my wife was like, he got them same damn red eyes. Yep. He, he about to pop off. That's the same Bruh. thing I thought too. I was like, man, this is just too pleasant. He he dropping in that fucking those that, that evidence that is just <laughs> so damning to this. Uh, I believe he was a secretary of um, the secretary of the what? What is it? Where, where does your work? Uh, she's like a she's something she, like a server. City, yeah, it's like a city, city, city servant, civil servant, c- city civil servant, some shit like that. She's like a fucking something like that. And he was he was like a he was a a secretary for that, but. When they put out them pictures, you, <laughs> the uh, the other officer was like, "So, uh, why didn't you submit this? That would have made this a lot easier <laughs> instead of beating his ass." He's like, "You know, it's, it's good to keep some stuff uh, close to the vest or whatever." But when he when he change up, when he gets his uh, when he gets in the mood in the moment, and his eyes change and shit, which again, I think you said this when his first show when the show first dropped, was the eyes, man, and this show is incredible. Mm-hmm. 
between Lloyd and, and his eye change when he's becoming doing his spa shit or his uh what I call it the burn notice shit where he's talking the inner monologue and kind of working through the the spa scenario. That was the best part of this episode this I, time. I agree. I agree. Oh my god, I was like, <laughs> oh, our boy Lloyd knows. It was it was so fucking burn notice, man. Every time I every time I get shit like that, a, a huge smile just creeps up on my face. I'm like, hell yeah. Cause it just, our boy, our boy Yuri stood up, Lloydy, <laughs> answer this. But then he he started to realize that the way that he was speaking was an interrogation for him, mm-hmm. and that was so cool. That so was so cool. dope, so good. And all all and and Lloyd being the the professional and expert he is, he remembers and catalogs all that information and knows the answers even though like some of it's like not right he's like it's just so good bro and and the fact that he knew as much as he knew even before he even came into the house was also dope he's like don't seem right about what he does let's kind of work through it and that entire time during that entire dinner he was working through it um the situation is interesting because um I feel like uh, Yuri is smart enough to kind of f- figure out something ain't right. Yeah. And obviously they kind of hint at that at the last second of this episode. Like when he, when they, when Yor and Lloyd touch hands and they're like, oh shit. <coughs> and it gets real awkward. I'm, I'm feeling like something unique is about to uh, occur with this, but I don't know what. I can't put I, my finger on what. I'm I'm not I'm about to just throw a random guess out there. Give it to I me. I think Yuri is gonna say you're is a spy. No, what? Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make sense. It don't, but I feel like your is gonna be more likely to do something spy oriented mm-hmm. than Lloyd is. I see what you're saying. Because she's not she's not gonna attack her brother, but I think she she might do something that, that's not like almost like I didn't help hold back. Right, like to avoid this situation mm-hmm. out of embarrassment maybe you may be right i don't i don't know man i just what i love about this is again it's the pacing and the continuation of the show because it always starts so well like it continues on with with our girl anya in school like it continue continue on that path but then it it slowly transitions and you don't even sometimes you don't even notice the fact that it's transitioning out of the Anya in school thing right into Yuri coming to see you uh your and it just being this whole fucking it just feels so smooth and intertwined so well that you just can't you can't help but to notice how well it's it's being done uh I did see a tweet and the tweet kind of pissed me off and I, I normally tweets don't piss me off anymore like I, I become doing this podcast for so long i've become numb to takes on twitter like at one point we were we we're going to have a show we were going to have a show called take talk where we take takes and we discuss it but it's kind of hard to do that when you just don't give a fuck about takes no more i did see a take where somebody said spy family i wish i would have fucking bookmarked it or something spy family pacing has been dog shit and i it almost got me it almost got me did you read in a further context? Was it a fine print? Uh, it was somebody talking about it. Was it was a retweet to somebody uh, asking the question about Mission Yo's core family or spy family? And mm-hmm. that tweet, it was like between X chapters being 
something too spread apart or some shit like that. And then the spy family anime pacing being dog shit. I will go with Michio's Akura family or something like something. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, because I don't remember the tweet, but it was something along those lines. And it almost got me. It almost got me. And I'm like, you know what? I still don't care about takes on Twitter, even though that one itched me a little bit. Maybe you want to scratch a little bit. I am confused. They they, they got me. (laughs) I would have been like, hold up. But my, my question is, is like, are they... They watching the same show we watching? I don't. Yeah, I don't know because shout out to uh, TCBNYC, who was the first to reply to our question of has have they been consistently following the manga? And, and the answer is yes, they've been extremely accurate. They said that they were there are some smaller things that you that are like bonus chapter stuff that is like um, that you would think of as like a at the end of an episode kind of thing is yeah. what I'm assuming he, he meant by it. So like they have stuff like that, and also uh, Rob from Dad Needs to Talk podcast also mentioned that they, they are extremely accurate to it too. And I don't, I don't, I think the manga if 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 it's accurate to the manga, I think it's the manga is probably fantastic too. So I'm I'm confused on on that take very much. So I am yeah. still excited for Mission Years of Core Family. I don't think I honestly don't think it's going to even come close to this pacing because it's just structured so differently. Yeah, yeah to, to pace like this is is amazing. Yeah, I think. I mean, if more series had this kind of pacing and like flow to, oh my god, anime! I love anime, but it would make anime more enjoyable, even more, <laughs> even more. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And again, Mission Yozakura Family is gonna is gonna be good. Like I, I have no doubt about that. I don't think it's any question that if if whether or not it's gonna be better or worse than Spy Family, I think it's gonna be just as good. I don't know if this is going to have this pacing though. And I think with the way the chapters of Mission Yozakura family are structured, I don't think it's possible because they're so kind of, um, it's, it's like we talked about early in our show about the comic can't communicate. It's kind of just like that where it has pieces of story, pieces of overarching story embedded into like different smaller chapters within it's structure, so I don't know. I don't. I don't see Mission Yosa Core Family having this kind of pacing, but I also don't see it being bad either. So, it's just different. With that interjecting brother, I don't, you don't know what kind of pacing they might have. <laughs> True, that's gonna be live. He's he's definitely giving me Yuri vibes. When you think about it, all right, let's move on to uh, summertime rendering, episode seven of summertime rendering. I love so much about this show. It's the greatest show this season for sure. Like a spot family is great though. It's great. But summertime rendering destroys this like just destroys my my entertainment value. <laughs> like I'm I'm happy watching Spot Family. I'm entertained as fuck watching Summertime Rendering. Because I'm, thing, I'm I'm emoting and shit. I'm like, oh, I'm putting my hands on my head. I'm fucking just I'm using my hands. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's, it's it's just incredible. It's incredible. It's the perfect it's a perfect show still. What what really gets me is the information dump. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't feel like an information dump like they beating you over the head with information. But it's like the way they give you the information just ties pieces together more and more each episode. It's an IV drip that they turn the vial all the way up on. It's yeah, it's it's so good, bro. Um, 
like just slowly understanding the shadows and how we're getting to how we're going to get to where we want to go. Um, like I was confused at, at a point when they said, Oh, you must've talked to the brother. Yes. I'm like, what the right? fuck? I'm like, what the, what you mean? And then, then we get that information slowly as things progress. Yeah. And we know what the main character knows when he knows. And that's the best part. Like, it's not, so good. It, I don't I don't understand how many times we have to stress this, but we're going to keep stressing it for as long as we have this podcast, I believe. For the for, for the main, again, main character be, to be intelligent and then for the writer to say, hey, listen, we're not going to know as viewers, as watchers, not going to know anything until the main character knows. That's always something that is so very important to carrying a show for me because learning what the main character knows as the main character knows or knowing it before the main character kind of takes away its its um, impact. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because like, well, what show does that a lot? I think My Hero does that a lot where we know shit before, you know. Because we see two different timelines. We, we yeah. see two different timelines or we see two different situations happening and, and it's fine. It's it's a good way of doing it, but I don't, I don't think it's as impactful when that, when, the, when our main character learns of, you know, what the villains are doing or yeah. it just, it, yeah, right. it doesn't feel as, as, as impactful, but when summertime rendering gives us information as the main character learns it, it feels like fuck. Cause we, we, we are asking the same questions. The main character are asking it before he even asks it. And that makes us feel smart. <laughs> but one of the even let's let's talk about this part real quick because this is like a little information drop that we didn't even need any necessarily think about. The shadow when it copies somebody takes a pause. They are they are basically yes. incapacitated temporarily. That was like just random information that we didn't necessarily know we needed, but now that we have it. It's there, because like, and that's what I mean by information dump. Because it's there, bro. They, it's not like they they trying to beat us over the head with that information. Like I said, it, it comes when it comes, and you just gotta hold on to it. And let me tell you, because watching it, I'm like, oh shit, uh, Riosuke is what what the brother name is, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Riosuke is about to get copied. We are we fucked. Is what I thought in my head right before Riosuke said. You sure you want to do that? Take that risk. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck you mean? Because you know, when you flash me and you copy me, because he asked, like, go ahead and copy me. Because when you copy me, I'm going. It's going to give me plenty of time. What did what did what he say? Like three seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to give me time to kill you. It's going to get you, you're incapacitated for three seconds, and it also reduces your your power, your ability. I'm like, oh shit, that makes sense because I'm sitting like, oh shit, you about to get copied. You're fucked. You're done. Uh, uh, Sh- Shiori's behind you. You're fucked. And then that, that's when that information drop comes in right at the right at the right nigga time. It's crazy. It, it fucking blows me back every single time. What's crazy is that the episode, new episodes come out. It's coming out three days from today. So we're recording this on Sunday. It comes out Wednesday. Yeah, because three hours and ten out, three days and ten hours. By the time y'all are hearing this, y'all probably gonna be in a new episode by now. But fuck, man. I'm interested to see, like, to get more information on Ryosuke and and how that happened because they kind of gave us a little bit on, uh, her. She went to her brother. Did she eat her brother? Is that what I'm? That that you know that happens with twins. I think we talked about that before. Twins sometimes do eat the other. I was thinking, 
Um, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. We're not gonna we're not gonna bra- brush past that. What? <laughs> There's twins when you're like when you're like in the womb. Oh fuck. Okay. I'm, you know they they absorb the other one because they're trying to get nutrients. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, that's not. I ain't mean nothing else, folks. All right. But that shit got but, weird. <laughs> I, I was thinking that uh, what they'll probably end up explaining is that. Uh, she is very, you know, shy, doesn't like talking to people. So she developed that personality of her brother for when, like, she needs to talk to people. So her brother takes over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking that's all it is. It's just a standard multiple, multiple DID. personality disorder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But if it's something, if it's tied to her brother, like, let's say she actually has a brother and he died at a certain age, and that's now what, the memory she keeps in her head. Well, they said, they said he died. He died from a shadow yeah. and he was. Fucking mangled and, and and battered and whatever happened to him, it was awful. Yeah, I figured maybe it's like a, a Moon Knight situation where she sees that becomes emotionally shocked and develops DID. Uh, mm. That's that's interesting. That's an interesting thing that to, to have happened. But the fact that it's di- like whenever she has that ponytail is when he's out, and then whenever her hair is straight, that's when she's back. It's fucking dope, man. Yep. And the fact that she you also to pay attention to. Yeah, exactly. The fact that she also like still is aware of her environment for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he And the conversation. Yeah, even though he's not, because he has to go off of recording while she kind of like hears it, understands it, what's going on yeah. in the situation. It's very different. It's very different than DID. So I'm kind of curious as to see how that developed and, and, and where that's gonna go from there. But Fuck man Them killing Shiori though Is I think is a huge step What do you think about the slight change that happened When they decided to take the step Early on in the series With him Doing something about the I forget what they did Kill whatever that family name is Them taking care of the family first Opposed to him following the steps that he was originally following And Mio Or yeah Mio being Mio situation being a little bit different so here's my thing and this is how I think of it that we know that the shadow kind of has like a hierarchy and that the one that's levels to the shit yeah Mio is the one that's kind of like leading the the group for the most part Mm -hmm. so when they don't respond like something happened they're gonna know someone's out here taking out shadows so Mm. I think it's actually gonna mess up was supposed to happen and they're gonna have to find a new way around it interesting because i mean these shadows aren't stupid you know absolutely not so yeah but also but what's up with her because remember it was saying she can keep up with i'm not thinking about i'm thinking about the girl again she was she said she could keep up with shadows so she's not like just an average human what you mean did they explain that The, the little daughter yeah, because she said you're fast enough to keep up with shadows. You know how we, you're not average. Oh, you talking about? Uh, you talking about when our, Shiori before she killed Shiori? Yeah, the, the shadow. Yeah, so she you talking about when she was referring to Ryosuke? That's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, so you think that it's like an amplification? Like maybe Ryosuke really is there? Something about Ryosuke? Because you remember she he? It's hard to talk when he's in a female body, but <laughs> Ryosuke is literally. He has the ability, what it seems, to quickly see glimpses of the future. 
which is something mm-hmm. they haven't touched on at all yet. Um, because like whenever like when the dad was attacking Ryosuke and he was able to see the outcome of that just slightly, like a couple of seconds of that, which means to me that because I think I'm thinking Hizaru was her, her name ate some of her brother. She got the ability of the shadow. I don't know. I don't know. Like the, you know how our how Shinpei has the yeah. eye from the mother. But that that that's what gives Shinpei his power. So I mean, right. it makes sense because then Shinpei or she would have some kind of connection to that shadow power. Exactly. So we don't know. We just don't know. We know what they know, and we're just kind of theorizing. But I mean, I think that's what makes the show so fucking good because you can. I think what's interesting is, um, Shinpei's emotional state. You know how in Attack on Titan. Sorry, Rob, to bring up Attack on Titan because I know you hate when we dish <laughs> your show. But you know how Attack on Titan, how Aaron had his quote unquote change, right? His character change, right? I think Shinpei is about to go through that that character change in a much more structured way. And what I mean by that is, I mean, it's structured, right? It's going to be him having that conversation with Shiori while she was talking all that shit. Like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm still Shiori. I I have all of her memories. I have all of her, blah, blah, blah. Her trying to get into Shinpei's head to make him feel guilty about her or about him killing her essentially while like, uh, agonizing or yeah. Agonizing him with, Hey, guess what? It's me, but it's not me. What are you gonna do when it's me or whatever have you? Whatever she was saying to piss him off. I think he's gonna go through that character change where he's just not gonna give a fuck about a shadow and he's gonna become a demon and destroy as many of them as he can as this series quickly goes on. What's interesting, and we have to touch on this before we move on, is what happened at the last second of this episode. They actually hit us with a fucking teaser that pissed me off for once. But, but why did it piss you off? What the fuck you mean why it pissed me off? You know exactly why it pissed me off. Because it was a fucking, it was a the biggest blue ball of all time. It was Tomodachi game level teaser that just was too much. And they, <sighs> they normally ease in their teasers to where it's like they're subtle but still impactful. This was a fucking this was a fucking hammer to the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's this so sheesh because it ended off right, they were right in the kitchen. They were in the kitchen and Ushio was on top of Shinpei, like, yo, what the fuck you cooking? What? But they gave us, you know, we, we got to see him stepping on her shadow. Oh no, you talking about Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. She just walked up in there. She was just so like what? So what made her change and follow him? Exactly. Exactly. And that throws off the whole plan too. I forgot about that too. Oh uh, <laughs> because Mio, the Mio, the shadow Mio normally would stand outside. He would be cooking in the kitchen, the curry, and then the, the family would eat at the table while she's standing outside staring up at the house with the knife. The cop comes. Cop gets killed. Mio's gets the gun. So what what happens now? Because she can't <laughs> be seen by her sister because she's dead. Her sister's going to freak out. Yeah, because she's supposed to be dead. 
Yeah. Also her dad. And then he also has what you said in his mind. She has a complete copy. Yep. She remembers. She, she don't even really remember dying. Nope. She thinks she's alive. Well, she, don't remember, she don't remember that she drowned, but she remembers being strangled. Yes. Yes. So I don't I don't know what's going to happen because, again, the father at this time during the previous timelines, the father is there. Mio's there. And they all eat the curry together while the other Mio is outside staring up at the house and then the cop comes down. So now with this fucking major change with them taking care of of that that family that copied Shimpe in the in the previous timeline, they kind of fucked everything. Yeah, you have Ushio, which is already considered the traitor within the shadows because she. They also mentioned her again while Ryosuke was fighting Shiori. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea, bro. That's the thing, though. This anime has been hitting us with too much. They, we not gonna know. There's no way for us to know. Absolutely. It's. If you had to guess, though, what would happen? If I had to guess, if, what, what do I want? The start of episode eight, what do you think is going to happen? He's going to say, what are you doing here, obviously? But I want him to I want him to explain who this shadow is. But I would also like to see how, what's her name, Hiori? Hizuru? Hizuru. I would like to see how Hizuru responds to, to seeing her. As a shadow and knowing like what's going on, so Cause is he working with the shadow? Because he, he said the, the 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 uncle grandpa dude said he didn't trust him anyway. That's why he never gave him the information. Right? Do they will they get a chance to understand the shadows better from meeting her? What happens with she, this? She doesn't know that she's a shadow, so we can't. I don't. I don't think so. What I'm thinking is going to happen is he's going to hide her. But with our main character actually being intelligent for fucking once, he's going to explain the situation, right? He's going to tell her, hey, look, you're this. This is what's yeah. happening. This is what's going to happen. I need you to chill the fuck out. I need you to understand that this is a very big fucking deal. You are this. So he's going to explain all that to her, and that's going to turn it into something fucking something else. And I don't know what that something else is or what it could be, but. I think is I think Hizuru is probably going to kill Ushio, you know. So I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough way. It's a tough thing to handle. Yeah, yeah. This anime, like I said, it gives a lot of. T- yeah, you can't you can't really predict anything. <laughs> but that's that's what that's what makes it so good. That's what makes it the best of this season. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten for sure. All right, we're gonna move on to Tomodachi Game. Um, Tomodachi Game had an episode that fucking again was really really good because I'm like yo what the fuck is gonna happen and this to be honest with Tomodachi Game this is episode 8 of Tomodachi Game by the way I can't I don't know what our main character is thinking like at all uh, I, I kind of do but I, I don't because he's so clever right like I had I had an idea as to Wanted to do What was that Like I said I think we might talk about I think he's gonna Try and get them To switch groups Right Mm. Because And I just I just kind of thought of this While I was watching this episode What if There's some kind of loophole Where you get Them to all join a group And you switch groups 
So like they join group C, he group joins group K. So everybody switches groups, but he knows now he knows where, you know, the the one who is hiding is an opposite group. So he can find him and that'll be it. So you, know? so you think that he's gonna he's trying to loophole it to where they all get out of this, not just group K or group just group C, but group K and C. Yeah. Or oh, or that's, or maybe that's just his way of winning in general, right? Like, cause if he it I don't think the rules say anything specifically about him, you know, once he finds, you know, who's hiding for the other group, you know, if he hits that that button, that give up button, right? That amplifies the debt of his teammates, not just him, right? So let's say he officially switched over. He could hit that oh shit button and boost the debt of the entire group and they lose. And, you know, he still gets to stay alive. And, you know, technically that group may have won. You're talking about obviously Tenji and group C, right? Yeah. And the girl. Right. Oh shit. So with him switching groups, getting Tenji to the point where he has to press the fucking button, he wins. But Tenji's out. Yeah, I don't. I, that well, my only question is, I don't remember what you said about the presses the button, you know, in their debt. I right. thought the person press the button just gets saved, but everyone, everyone else on the team, debt get, goes up. But if there's nobody on the team, right? Or if well, because technically, wait, what you they, say? They, Your internet was roboting out. Oh my bad. Or if it's not your original team, why would he care? Right. Yeah, he holds no loyalty for them. Damn. So like, but also they would know where their where their hiding person is if they switch groups. So it kind of makes them feel like they have an advantage. They, I'm so confused. No. It's a lot, bro. You you understand what I'm saying? I no. do. I do kind of understand what you're saying, but it's 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 what benefit does Group K have for yeah. letting him switch teams? Like that's that's my main question. Like, what are they getting out of it? It, well, he's probably going to tell them, though. Like I said, if I tell you right now, like, look, y'all know where y'all person is who's hiding. You just switch groups and go find them and they save all yourself debt. Mm. They know who that dude, but, you know, but then he can say, you know, y'all switch and I'll switch over with mm, So And he can do a trick, like, where he's not switching over until it's the end of the game. So mm. it makes it seem like, you know, it, that's what I'm thinking because that's the most clever thing I can think of right now. That's clever as fuck, actually. That's, yeah, you're right. I feel sorry for Tenji, man. Motherfucker went four days without eating. Well, Five I think they're on the fourth day now. It's three days so far. But this is about to be the fourth day. If, well, no, because they didn't eat two days before that. Right? Because they were in that they were in that little fucking pit thing for Three days mm-hmm. or something like that. They yo, know, they just had water. Yep. Maybe they. Oof. He might be about bro, to die. Bro, about to die, die. <sighs> Fuck. He said, "All right, I want to switch teams." All and, he had was water before going in there, and he ain't had enough of that. Yeah. Sheesh, Polo. He, he was beginning to hallucinate. Fuck, man. This is tough, man. This is very tough and very interesting game, man. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna say because I was. I was a little surprised when you said this was a good episode. Yeah, hell yeah, it was. To me, I guess it was good because it, it caused me to speculate yes. how it's gonna be solved. That's the point. 
but I wasn't really interested. I was more interested in finally gonna let us know what the main character was gonna do. Because now that we found out that he's some kind of super genius demon, demon <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Once we found that out, I want to just know what he's doing, right? But I'm also like, I'm trying to be in these episodes paying attention. Like, all right, everybody they name tags on. Why that? Why that girl exactly. side eyeing people? Exactly. Do she know the plan from the beginning? I'm confused. I want to know. And that's what makes it so fucking good because you are thinking outside of the box of what we've seen so far and whether you like it or not you're in you're invested i'm invested i know you know yeah the, your current interest in this show is complete contradictory we just talked about a summertime render you mm-hmm. talked about you love finding out something when the character finds it out mm-hmm. but in this we ain't finding out when the character finds out we find it out when the character reveals it because the character already know he done planted a seed and trap and plant so, two episodes ago. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And that's... So that what, what Polo is saying is how you reveal the information is very important yes. depending on the series and how it's done. There's absolutely a such thing as two extremes, man. And I'm not saying that this is an extremely good thing. Like... The, it would be it would be it's good now that we see it though, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting is what it is. Summertime rendering is not only interesting but good. This is interesting that it's interesting enough to where it makes it good, weirdly enough, because now I'm like, okay, so now that I know that the main character knows whatever the fuck is going on, my, my, the fun that comes from me is trying to figure it out before he, before he reveals it. That's what makes the Tomodachi game a game for me. And I'm like, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm just fucking, I'm working it now. I'm trying to see if I'm smart enough to understand what's going on before it happens or before he reveals it. So that's that's it's fun it's a fun show to watch i great as far as writing goes not really yeah. um animation wise sucks it looks ugly uh what's what was that voice acting thing you sent me was that the dub version or something yeah apparently the the uh, voice actors are all legendary like all dope voice actors i don't know if uh i don't know if they were dubbed let me see but I know when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, Polo, definitely." Yeah, I mean, because if it's dubbed, I, I'll go back and check them out. But for subbed, I don't. I can't really tell. You know, I don't. I do, you know whose voice I always recognize whenever I hear it. Mm. What's our Ooh. guy? What's our guy from fucking ReZero? The. You know, oh yeah, yeah. You know the clown dude or the the main house oh, dude? Oh yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time I hear his voice and subbed, I'm like, "Oh, I know who that is." <laughs> he was in um. He was in uh. Uh, the greatest demon lord was reborn as a typical nobody. Yep. Oh, oh, he was in that. Yep. He was the uh, guy with the mask. They got bodied. <laughs> All right, let me see real quick. Tails looking up the uh, the cast. Apparently, they're legendary voice actors. We're about to find out if it's the dub cast or the sub cast. La-dee-da-dee-da. I did not spell Tomodachi right. <laughs> I, I had to type the whole word in. It wasn't popping up. All right. <laughs> no, it's the uh, the subcast, I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah. Did uh, I have- because the English cast, yeah, it's not been, not been done yet. Yeah, I have no idea then. Okay. Cool. Dope. 
I'm glad they're investing in it, to be honest. Right. Because that means they'll invest in it for the dub. Exactly. Exactly right. All right. And I think that'll wrap episode 154. Yeah. We just finished talking about Tomodachi game and it's uh, how it reveals information is unique and pretty good for this series as well as summertime rendered and how it reveals information is top tier uh, so far. Uh, Spy Family, another great episode. You know, Spy Family giving us something fresh and unique every single time. We also got to know my check wife, Waifu, with the best anime fight, mine being fake grand orders, Polo's being a uh, fire force fight, and Benny Morrow's hometown. Um, we also had a nice talk about Hunter Hunter. You know, some variations on like how we think about it, how we look at the previous series to the new one, and you know, the fact that it's coming back. I know a lot of y'all excited. We excited as well. Rising the Show Hero removes an anchor, as Polo said. That was a real. That was like, I like that. <laughs> that phrase there. But also, our episode of the week was Ayawashi for me and Com- Komi Can't Communicate for Polo. And that's been episode 154. My check my I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike Check. Check, 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 check. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.